Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Rich Dotson. He's Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey. He's Garrett Price. How's it going? Rocking that Browns glass. That's right. He's Jared Wackerly, hidden in the corner because we only put the handsomest people on the screens. Look at that. <laughs> Rich was totally back this, this week with the, um, and remember last week? Oh, yeah. I know. Did you see him grab that mic and just I know. freaking Confident. own it? This ain't no motherfucking pee. I was dying last week. I know you were. I feel better this week. Even though, like, today I've been so busy. The whole second show is just like. I would say, dude, I, I kind of want to watch footage from the second he show. He just, like, stopped talking. Yes. He was just, <laughs> it's like, on YouTube. Dude, I thought it was on I felt. It's on YouTube. Is it on YouTube? <laughs> yeah. Like, that morning I started feeling a little bit show? better. And then I did a show. Show. Oh. Yeah. I had two free shows now. Dude, by the second show, like, I was. And I felt worse the next day because yeah, of all the energy I put you're into up. it. Yeah, you're up late. I was sick for, like, a week, man. It's unbelievable. Well, terrible. I'm glad you're back. Yeah, drinking will do that too. Terrible, terrible. I'm back, baby. Talking mm-hmm. Dynasty, and we're covering the 2024 headlines. Like, going to the 2024, like, what are some of the headlines? Th- things that we need to think about in Dynasty. Burped. Rich, we don't you? To, yeah. Hold on. Didn't you say you never get hungover? I don't get hungover. <laughs> he, was, he was legitimately it sick. It counts. I had a cold, dude. Eh. Eh. I wasn't hungover. I had a cold. My throat would hurt. That's all. What I couldn't talk. I had a cough and hungover. Eh. They are when you similar. get when you got syphilis. Did I tell you you're hungover. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, I never told. I never told hey, you you're hungover. I was drinking. <laughs> I told you that in confidence. Sorry, your hair's falling out. Is your hair falling? Uh, no more tummy yeah, sticks for fall. you, dude. Yeah, you know the whole uh, the whole European wig thing. Like they all had the big white wigs. It's because they all had syphilis. And they had to hide their heads. Good Lord. Yeah, and your like, skin starts to get fall out and stuff. Yeah, your hair falls out. And you get all these like blotches on your hair. Wow. Yeah, so the whole European movement, why they had wore those big white wigs, yeah. is because they all had syphilis. So like George Washington, syphilis. George Washington, I thought I had. Wasn't his hair real? Oh, was it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought so. I never met him. Mm. Yeah. He didn't wear a wig. He just had that. Wooden teeth? That fake, like, real. That was fake, fake. right? Yeah. Yes. Wooden teeth. Fake. He had like, I think he had pig's teeth and stuff, yeah. though. Like, like, or he had like, fake teeth, not fake wooden teeth. teeth. He had a lot of weird things. Anyway, 2024 like headlines. He was like 6'4", and he's also like one of the richest Americans of all time. Yeah. He would fit in today's society. Mm-hmm. Arguably the greatest president of all time, George Washington. It's, uh, he said it Inarguably the first. Abraham yeah. Lincoln was pretty good. Yeah. Boom. Then I mean, then. he did a couple good things. <laughs> Attention Dynasty nerds. Want to play Dynasty like a pro? Check out FFPC, where serious dynasty leagues have thrived since 2010. You can dive into a world of over 1,500 leagues with stakes ranging from $100 all the way up to an elite $5,000 league. FFPC isn't just a game, it's a community. With unique formats like TriFlex and year-round trading, it keeps the fantasy spirit alive all year. Here's my favorite thing about FFPC leagues. They stand the test of time. They've never had a single dynasty league fold thanks to their orphan season. When you join an FFPC league, you can count on it staying around. They've completely revamped their dynasty for sale pages now on the web and app, making it easier to scout and snag the perfect dynasty team. 
Have you ever dreamed of turning a diamond in the rough into a champion? FFP. See Orphans offers that exact thrill. Join the ranks of savvy managers at FFPC. Use our code NERDS for $25 off. Visit myffpc.com. Explore the dynasty landscape. Find your next challenge. The FFPC, where your dynasty journey begins. Remember, that's code NERDS for your special discount on your next league. Guys, I got to tell you about my friends at Underdog Fantasy. Right now, they have the pre-NFL Draft 2024 Best Ball is live on Underdog. Draft your favorite rookie sleepers you've discovered in the Dynasty Nerds film room. Play in $3 contests all the way up to $1,000 contests. Draft your team and never worry about setting a lineup. You need to get in on this action ASAP. Sign up at Underdog with the promo code NERDS. And Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100 for new members only. And yes, Dynasty Nerds is still giving new users, new users a free Nerd Herd and Dynasty GM annual bundle membership with your deposit of $10 or more at Underdog by using that promo code NERDS. So you get all our tools, all access to the Nerd Herd by putting a $10 deposit down in there. Your Dynasty Nerds promo code will be sent by email within 48 hours of sign up. New members only. Must be 18 plus, 19 plus in Alabama and Nebraska, 21 plus in Massachusetts and Arizona, and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-HOPE-NEW-YORK. In Tennessee, 1-800-889-9789. Uh, so, there. so we want to talk about these are some of these coincide with NFL headlines. Some of these don't because we just care about what this means for dynasty. So, so we're, we're going like to go through Tay Tay Tay. I mean, that is a headline. <laughs> Kim Kardashian. That is a headline. Yeah. Uh, so let's get to arguably both one of the biggest dynasty discussions, but it's also a huge one in the NFL right what now. What to do with Travis Kelsey and Tay Tay. I mean, that is kind of in here, low-key. Is it? Uh, I number bar- nine. I barely, I barely read this. Number You're nine. show off the road. <laughs> number nine. Is, okay. Oh, yeah, you're right. It is an afterthought on that one. Yeah. Okay. But the <laughs> number answers. one question right now, who do the Bears go with that quarterback? Do they draft Caleb Williams? Do they not? Do they stick with Justin Fields? Ooh. And ultimately, what does this mean for the Bears organization? Yeah. And what does this mean for potentially Justin Fields being on another team? So... How does this whole thing shake out? Yeah, it's 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 confusing. I, I won't sit here and say anything as a fact. Um, where, where are those crystal balls, man? <laughs> there they say. are. There they are. That's uh, you're mouthing it like we're not on video. I know I forgot like, we're on video because <laughs> usually at our second show we're not. Alcatraz. <laughs> Alcatraz. Uh, Jared. Jared. And Jared's going. What? <laughs> no, put your pants back on. Those are some big balls. Gurvy, uh, my gurvy. He's like holding both hands out. Like he's juggling this is, this titties or I don't, something. I don't know what to do with my hands. Any <laughs> oh, hands, what do you got a mouth? Man. So if you're not first, you're last. Go ahead, Rich. If I'm the GM of the Bears, I am, I am... Seeing, I'm definitely putting out there to see what my return is on the 1-1. One, one. Mm, I, I have to do the due diligence there. Because when I look at Justin Fields, and I do like his upside a ton, and I like the idea of like in a lot of draft capital, 
put an actual offensive line around them. And they, they have some really good upside offensive line players there. They were hurt this year, so the offensive line wasn't good this year because mm-hmm. a lot of those guys were hurt and had some good rookies there. But they used some of that capital there and to build around him and definitely add another good receiver to him so you don't have to throw to um, Turdfergs uh, all day. But you know the facts are, you know Ju- Justin Fields does hold on the ball a little bit longer than he should. He has eleven and twenty eight record. Um, he's been banged up here and there. In his third year already, he's only averaging two hundred passing yards a game. And you have a chance to probably get a you know potentially what some consider a generational quarterback and a guy like uh, Caleb Williams or even potentially Drake May. We'll see how this all uh, pans out. So. And you would probably get a second round pick back for Justin Fields. So it's not like you're not going to get anything there. And they also have the number nine overall pick yeah. as well. But to come away with even more draft capital uh, and, ha- and be, have all those guys on rookie contracts with all those shots in the, in the barrel, it does give you opportunity to build a super team. Mm-hmm. But all teams are revolved around the quarterback. You know, like if, if you don't have Joe Flacco, you're not going anywhere. So for me, what do I think is going to happen? I think they end up right now, as of today, uh, January 9th, I think they end up trading Justin Fields and drafting, and drafting Caleb, Williams. Caleb Williams. Okay. If I'm the GM, I would love to find a way to possibly keep Justin Fields and build around him. But that rookie contract we sent it for three, three years is kind of hard to pass up as well. And they already do have a lot of draft capital. So it's tough to go either way, but I would lean today. They draft the quarterback. This one, this one's so multi-layered and difficult, right? Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, they they made some moves. They got they solidified their defense, right? The defense is, I think, headed in the right direction. They greatly improved over the second half of the season, right? And and now they have extra high draft capital, right? And a quarterback that's at times looked like the part. Mm-hmm. At times he doesn't. Sure. So so what do you what do you do with that as a general manager? Do you, do you do you just say, hey, this is our guy? I think I've seen flashes enough flash, or or. As a good GM, do you dive into the players that are coming in and kind of evaluate them versus who you have? I think that's what you have to do. You have to do that. And, and I don't know that they're – I because I myself haven't – I haven't – Sure. D- div, di, dove, dove in. Dove. I haven't dove in. I haven't divin in <laughs> to these guys enough to make this informed decision. I think this will crystallize in the next few weeks for us while sure. we, while we start kind of doing this, um, going through our processes. Uh, but but from what I've seen uh, of Justin Fields, I think it would be hard to pass up re- hitting the reset button on the rookie contract. But at the same time, the defense might be good enough to win. So, right. so if you can get some pieces around Justin Fields, and if you think Justin Fields is the guy, um, I think you stay with him. So right now I'm very much on the fence. I'm still in, in kind of la-la land with this. And one other layer to add to this is it's not only who are you taking, it's who you're passing up to. Right. And that's potentially Marvin Harrison Jr., who could be an all-world receiver. So you have the, the financials, yep. which, which are definitely part of it, but you also have – the total makeup of the team and when are you going to find a, a player at the wide receiver position of that caliber? Probably never. Right. Uh, so there, there is, there, where is their second pick? It's their second nine. picks at nine. nine. Okay. So, so they, they slid him, back quite a bit, but yeah. they could get a Malik neighbors there. Maybe yeah. they could get, you know, I, a, I would love to who has declared set. by the way, officially mm-hmm. yeah, Malik neighbors. Yep. I would love to find a way to get, cause I think they're going to be terrible next year as well. I would love to get trying to wait for new England to move from three to one. And hey, just give me like not even be over like greedy if I can. It's like hey, give me your first, give me your third this year, and give me your first next year because I think they're gonna have a high first next yeah. year as well. 
because I would want to make sure I got Marvin Harrison Jr. Yep. And then I would use that one nine on the best offensive tackle or, you know, the player that I can get there. So then I have two firsts going next year, probably another high first. Have Justin Fields with a receiver he does have familiarity with to go with Cole Komet and TJ Moore. You get another offensive tackle to go with your or offensive lineman to go with the offensive line you have. That's a good offense to go with that good defense. It's a great right offense. Out the, out the, the bat. And if you feel like Justin Fields could take you where you need to go, to go there with a, where you're going to pay the quarterback, you'll be diversified elsewhere with so many rookie contracts of talent. And you have a guy like Marvin Harrison Jr. You're paying for five years on a rookie deal so, as well. So I, I, I think that's a dream scenario, right? If they yeah. do decide to do that, I think that's a dream scenario in that dream scenario. What do you do with a guy like DJ Moore, who I just said is the most improved player from a year before. If he does get an alpha dog, like true alpha dog, wide receiver along with him. How do you guys treat him in, in, I guess, in dynasty? Uh, I I think he, I think it becomes what we've seen from a lot of teams lately with Jamar Chase and T Higgins and Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. One guy will emerge as probably the alpha player. Probably first year. It'll probably still be DJ Moore, but obviously Marvin Harrison Jr. will take that pretty quick, but you know, it's, it's worked for a lot of teams. I, I don't think, I don't think they would hesitate as much doing that as much as they, they would used to. And for fantasy purposes, I think I would still like, maybe it's a slight Nick, yeah. but it goes from a wide receiver one to wide receiver 16 for me or something like that. So let's, let's just say this scenario plays out the way you guys just said it. They get another high draft pick next year and maybe they stink also for a, another year. And Justin Fields isn't the guy in this scenario. They have their pick next year, which theoretically will be high, and possibly New England's, which also could set up to be quite high as well. Have you guys, this is a Jared and Garrett question, is next year's draft class, have you guys looked ahead to that at all? A little bit. I mean, Quinn Ewers is going to be there, right? I mean, Ewers and, and Shador Sanders are two of like the biggest names in next year's class. Because um, I feel like these are conversations that they're having within that building. They have to have these kind of conversations before they make any sort of move, right? Right, right, absolutely. Uh, potentially, depending on what McCarthy does. Okay. Um, he's another one that could be in next year's class, yeah. too. There isn't really a, a, a guy like a, yeah. or guys. Drew like Aller Newman. is like one of the bigger names, but, yeah. but yeah. You're, not, you're not passing up a Caleb Williams, you know. Right now, it doesn't look Williams like there's a Caleb Williams. For, for, or Drake May. No, for Drake not Drake another yeah. correct. Caleb Williams or Drake May. Yeah, I mean, I mean there, are, th- there, are guys that, there are guys that come out, obviously, every year kind of out of the blue to, to surprise. And, and for be sure, Joe Burrow yep. did it. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, there's plenty of guys that do that. But um, So it's possible, but th- you you can only deal with what you know right now. Right, right. Uh, right. So, okay. I was just curious. I got to ask you guys about that Quinshawn Judkins kid. Okay, that just committed to Ohio State. We'll do it off at there though, because I got. I, I was like, dude, should they get here? I got to ask him how if he really is that good. Yeah. So well, there's well, two. There's I think there's two or three film cutups of him on our film room. You can check those out. But I mean, he's he's damn good. I mean, he's probably the best SEC running back past year, even maybe his freshman year too. So he's pretty good. Ohio State. He's pretty good. He's a physical right. guy. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Henderson now. This definitely makes me lean towards he's well, probably I, coming I, out. I don't make it assume as soon as he said hey, I'm going there that they knew Travion was coming out. That's what I'm which guessing. Is a great boost. That's what I would Ohio assume. There's no way he goes there if Travion Henderson's going back. I wouldn't think so, but you never know. So, yeah. so what do you think about Chicago? What's your so so? I do want to bring up this this scenario too and talk about this because I, I do want to talk about how do we feel about Justin Fields if he's not with Chicago. Mm. What if he gets traded? Sure. You know, how do we feel about him as a, you know, potential buy or sell 
on either side of this right now. How much risk are we willing to take? Do we think there's much risk? There's a lot of conversation because to me, in my head, if he stays in Chicago, obviously we know roughly what we're getting. Uh, he, he's shown that he can be a top five or six type of quarterback when healthy. He has been banged up a little bit, which does concern me. Uh, but when healthy, he's he's been baller. He's been absolutely awesome. If you go somewhere else, that adds in a layer of complexity. You don't know exactly how that's going to play out. But I would have to imagine in my mind, most of the teams, maybe not all of them, but most of the teams that are going to pay for him are probably feeling like they're a quarterback away. You know, an Atlanta team comes to mind. Uh, a Minnesota team comes to mind. Dream, dream I mean, scenarios are that you, he would go to Atlanta with Mike Vrabel as head coach. Oh, are geez. you, are you, I mean, are you, are you going out to acquire him as the last piece? Has he proven that he can be that last piece? I feel like he is, if he's getting traded, he's almost a guy that. It could go either way. Yeah. It could, but like he, like, but he, usually he's going to get, he's on that. I'm on my second chance. He's in that pile. Not but, like I'm here to save but your to franchise. To me, most of the guys that are lower end, they're just going to draft somebody. Yeah. Like why, why bring Justin Fields in when I have the chance to just draft, you know, what, May or, or Penix. Or, maybe you do it if you, if you miss out on one of those guys. Maybe. And, maybe, that, and, and that is a possibility. You know teams, I mean? Some of the teens are a little bit later. It's definitely possible that, you know, out of the blue, the Tennessee Titans decide that they want to trade for him or, yeah. you know, what, because the, whoever the new coaches loves him or uh, sure. that's well, in the realm of possibility. If he goes to Atlanta, then you could say he's arguably in a better situation. You could. He goes to Tennessee, then he's in a worse situation. Right, right. Um, so so there is some risk here involved in this. So I, I was curious of your guys' thoughts on if you're doing a startup today, what, do you still take Justin Fields in the same spot that you would have otherwise? Do you factor in that risk of him going to a different team? It's just, it's one of the most up-in-the-air situations that's really, really yeah. hard to nail down. He was, I mean... Before the season, he was going where? I mean, top. He was top going eight? like top eight quarterbacks off the board, right? Yeah, he in the first round yeah. typically. Where were you asking? What what month? Like like, like beginning yeah. of the season. I mean, he was. I feel like he was back at back half of the first round. He, he was, was uh, QB ten. Yeah. Okay. QB ten. Yeah. All right. So would that have, would have slid into the second round then? Mid second. Yeah. Mid second. Okay. Around Dak and Tua. I mean, are you asking? Is he still there? Yeah, or like, would still you still the, would you still draft him in the middle of the second right no, now? Absolutely not. Would there's, you, too, there's too much going on. Um, it just depends who else is on. It depends on the quarterback run, right? Where, like where depends, was where was there. where was a guy that we were talking about last year, Purdy? Where was he going at the beginning of the season? That, oh, I mean, he had been going late, way late, yeah. way late. Um, so yeah. I, mean, I, so I, I mean, definitely I, taking Purdy. Uh, I think the point. My August, point is some of those guys maybe that August Purdy was mid third QB fourteen. Okay, but back in like June, May, he was yeah. in like the eighth, ninth. Some of those guys, I think, have jumped him. So naturally, sure, Stroud, gonna, yeah, Stroud jumped him. Absolutely, some of those guys are going to naturally. Jordan Love jumped him. Yeah. Ooh, not for me. No, you, you would take Jordan Love ahead of QB Justin Fields, six or seven or something on the I season. I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. I would. Jordan Love looks absolutely fantastic. He finished quarterback he's five on a year. He's five. got a young receiver course. Some of the ball. I mean, people are sitting here going jumping up and down about the ball placement yeah. of CJ Stroud. You know, these last five, six weeks, mm -hmm. Jordan loves ball placements and balls have been absolutely tremendous. I mean, Alcatraz balls. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I th Jordan Love, he took, a, he took a massive jump in my rankings. Like, I moved up a lot in my Superflex rankings. I have, I would, I feel very comfortable taking Jordan Love in the second round of a Superflex league. 
ahead of a lot of um, a lot of these guys. I mean, I feel. Let me put it this way: I feel just as good about Jordan Love as I do about Tua, if not even slightly better. To be honest with you, I feel. I mean, who would you rather have, Jordan Love or Trevor Lawrence? I mean, I'd still lean Trevor Lawrence, but like now you're. I mean, that's what you're talking about. Jordan but Love has looked. I think absolutely that's, tr- that's terrific. That's based less off of things you've seen and more off of past biases, right? Taking tr- taking Trevor Lawrence above Love. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, to be fair, like looking back at some of Trevor Lawrence's tape, somebody put a good tweet out, like, um, God, who was? I wish I gave him credit, but like of how close Trevor Lawrence was to scoring like so many more points for touchdowns. Like how many of his balls were like receivers just didn't get a foot down or something along those lines. So, I mean, I listen, Trevor Lawrence is definitely taking a step back. But That's I still every quarterback. Player, I yeah, mean, every quarterback long-term. misses out on a lot of stuff. But for me, for Jordan Love, I mean, yeah, he he's a young quarterback I believe in who's got all his weapons that he's going to be building. Wicks has looked good. Dubs look good. Watson's look good. Jaden Reed's look good. We haven't seen Luke Musgrave yet. So, like, he's got five weapons in there that he gets to work with for a long term. Yep. His, again, he has looked Fantastic, and he's gonna get a long-term deal here next year. Because mm-hmm. one year, I wouldn't be surprised. Honestly, that I would try and lock him up this year because those deals only get more expensive, and it's probably the cheapest you'll be able to get him. Probably. I have no problem extending that deal, making a five-year deal, and if it say it's twenty million guaranteed next year, give him a hundred million guaranteed. Yeah. You know, some of those lines. I think he's looked tremendous. I think, he's, um, I think he's proven that he's their guy. Yeah. So for me, him coming in on a year that we were somewhat questioned about, we didn't know the receiving court finished as quarterback five this year, his first year in the offense, hundred percent. Like I high in the second round, like he's, he's in that room. Like you had the couple of receivers like C lambs, Jamar chase, mm-hmm. um, and Justin Jefferson, but I would take Jordan love in a super flex startup over every single running back. So over um, Bijan over Brees, yeah. I would take Jordan Love over all those guys. Every tight end, that's a real that's that's how high he's jumped for me. I'm looking at December ADP for nerd the nerd ADP that we have on the spreadsheet, and uh, Love is at QB sixteen, which Too is low. like back into the fourth. So that's from that's from, I, that, that that's from December. I mean, so that's a huge value. Way too low. I yeah, would assume January is going to be higher since he's played well in December. Yeah. I would give up. I would like if I had to give up. I'm trying to think here, like on top of two first for Jordan Love and a super flex, like what kind of player value, like a, like a Baker Mayfield, um, possibly. I feel like it's, it's that's a little much you, at the same time with those two first, you might want to just roll with Baker. Um, QB 10. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of like a quarterback, like in that, that realm, like Jordan Love or Kyler Murray, you know, I would take Jordan Love over Kyler Murray, Jordan Love or, uh, Deshaun Watson. I think you're going to get a lot more Jordan Love. Yeah. Jordan Love for sure. Easily. I think you're going to get a lot more consistent play out of a guy like Jordan Love. Yeah. I mean, Jordan Love or Dak. 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 That's, and that's close because it's, it's the just, age. It's there. the age. It's, it's, yeah. it's, and that matters when you're getting quarterback. Cause you're talking, if you can get 12 years, that's, I can't, I, I can't, I say in the podcast all the time when people say, Oh, two years, like how long two years is in playing dynasty? Like, Oh, I got two years left. Like, that's twenty. That's two seasons back to back ships. Like Dak, that's legend. Dax thirty loves twenty five. I mean, how many people listen haven't even been in a ten year a, a dynasty league for ten years? I like. I like would I know, say easily half. Yeah, we've easily. been in a league for going on nineteen years uh, mm-hmm. together. I have a league that's going in like year twelve. I mean, shit, dude. Some of the original nerd herd leagues are going in year. Somebody asked the other day in two point oh nerd herd two point oh is going in year seven. Wow. Uh, the original nerd herd league mm-hmm. is going in like year eight or nine. So even those leagues, like, that's why people love the nerd leagues because they're so consistent. Like there's mm-hmm. no turnover. Um, they're always forever. So like people like to have that 
in your back pocket. I, I talk about how I had Drew Brees as my quarterback for 15 years. And yeah. I'm he was my starting quarterback on my team who I put in there every single week for 15 years. How nice is that to not even have to worry? Invaluable. Yeah. Like it's in, and it, and it helps you build so much. You don't have to, it's a position. You don't have to worry. Like they right. have, it's not just, you don't think about it. Like when you play dynasty, like, Oh, like I get a, I get to start this player for 15 years or 10 years. Let's go like for 10 years, how that's invaluable in its own right. It's also invaluable because now you get to go elsewhere in your rookie drafts to go and grab like, Oh, I don't need to grab this quarterback here. When there's this tier, I can grab this player and you can keep shooting your shot at those tight ends and those receivers and those running backs, because that position is filled for 10 years. Now you're always saying best player available, but when you're in a tier and you're, you're going which way, like right now, if you have, P. John Robinson and Brees Young or Brees Hall, then you can go a different way when that tier is close. You can go sure. to the receiver or maybe you can grab the Sam Laporta instead of grabbing the Devon Achan. You know what I mean? Which are both great players, but now you locked up a premium one there. Sure. So for me, getting a guy like Jordan Love and getting those little extra years on top of Dak, it does hold weight in my eyes when they're close. And I know Dak finished his quarterback three overall, but when you're talking about a points per game where Dak Prescott scoring 20.7 and Jordan Lo- Jordan Love is scoring 19.4, that's way more important to me than where they're finishing, right? Like where they're getting point, point, points per game. So when you're talking yep. 0.6 points or 0.7 points, but I get more on top of that or even give me Wasn't five, it like 1.3 though? 1.3. Yeah. But you're giving me seven years on top of that? Sure. That tips the scales for me. So Jordan Love to me, if, if people are valuing him as quarterback 16, is one of the best super flex buys you could possibly buy. Sure. Maybe what's an overpay today is an underpay tomorrow. Hey guys, let me tell you about our friends at Sleeper. Guess what? Our app is the mini is live Ooh. on Sleeper right now. The Dynasty so GM, pretty. you use the analyzer, that you can use nice. the, uh, the, the trade calculator. And my favorite thing is the inbox, right? Where all your trades from all your Sleeper leagues are right there. You can actually push trades through the actual sleeper at and right now we could be more excited to be partners with them and right now if you don't know they are doing dfs and i know how many people that play dynasty play dfs as well and right now there's not a better place to play dfs than sleeper they're offering up to 100 times your, your entry the highest payout in the whole dfs market right now you can track your fantasy players and your sleeper picks in real time all you gotta do is choose two to eight of your favorite players from pregame live in game or even across different sports pick more or less than the predicted stats and only on sleeper you can get up to a hundred times your payout you can share with your friends and get rewarded together make sure you use that promo code nerd so our friends know that friends sent them their way oh, um, no way. <laughs> and get your deposit match and have a good time you have all your dfs all of your fantasy leagues and now even a dynasty gem in one spot is fully operational inside sleeper right now. And then when you're a nerd herd member, you get that full access to that. And remember, you also want to download the dynasty Nerds app because they're both in there. Check it out. Check our friend sleeper, check out a DFS, use that promo code nerd. Get your whole estate. Set. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, let's get into the next one here. 
Headline, this one is more of a dynasty headline, not necessarily a NFL headline. An NFL headline? Hey. It's, that's always a weird one to me because yeah. whenever, the sound. Whenever, yeah, would say an A, but it's an abbreviation, and I always put an AN in front of abbreviation. Like, this is my pick, or an, an MVP candidate. An, an MVP. Uh, yeah, well, an N is like an E sound. Eh. Yeah. So it sounds like it should be in. Anyway, all that to be said, let's talk about running back twos that performed at the end of the season pretty darn well or throughout the season pretty darn well. So what are we doing with some of these guys that were looked at as backup running backs but showed us a little bit of something? When you so, say RB2, you're talking about backup running backs, right? Right, actual backup running backs in the NFL. But they emerged at some point during the season. So guys like Ty Chandler, Zamir White, Tajay Spears, Jalen Warren, Chuba Hubbard, Zach Charbonnet, guys like we don't Chase have to Brown. stick to those ones specifically. Chase Browns. I am going to pick one. one of them to be my breakout candidate, and then he's going to be on my list of biggest disappointments next year. Hey, there you go. Yeah. That's a good idea. How about that? How about Chuba? Stick with the same team. No. Oh, okay. That one hurts too much. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'll be going with Zamir White. I already know it. Oh, okay. there you go. <laughs> done, done. On that list, there's one guy I absolutely love. Um, and there's one guy I like a lot. Okay. The rest of me are all just what they, whatever they were this year, like Jalen Warren running back 22 on the year in PPR leagues. Like, okay. Good to have in your roster. Yeah. That's good. Good to have, but he's not the starter, right? He's never going to be a starter, uh, in my eyes. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Chuba Hubbard. Was it, you know, yeah. Was he got named the starter week nine? Mm-hmm. Wasn't even running back two the rest of the way. Uh, Zach Charbonnet. Unfortunately, stuck behind Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker, like I've said, since the draft day. More talented. More talented. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chase Brown will probably have an opportunity next year unless Joe Mixon can rework his contract again. And Joe Mixon has looked terrific. He's, yeah. he's played uh, really well. The back the end end of the draft. He looked more explosive. And uh, they could even draft somebody, too, still. And they could. But Chase Brown looked better than I thought he would. Chase 100%. Brown has, has broken off some pretty explosive plays. He did. Yeah. Uh, what, and I, I, I say he was terrible. So, but to be fair, I... Got to me when he had to get short yardage at the goal line. I said, yeah, he, he he's not a, he's not back. a true three down back. I don't think he ever will be. No, I think he's going to he's do a Jalen Warren. Yeah. He's a, he's a guy. He, he's the Tony Pollard to a Zeke. He's the, he's that type of guy. Same thing. Ty Chandler. He, he's better served as a backup running back. Time good good player. Flash some I, stuff. I liked Ty Chandler a decent amount from what I saw. I was not bad. He's one of the guys on the list here that, even though I was a Zimmer White guy, if I had to choose between the two of them, I actually liked what I saw out of at a tie a little bit more than I liked out of Zimmer. The clear cut guy here. Who there's, is, there's one clear cut guy, yeah. Who is we got we're tiptoeing. You guys are just dancing around this guy. Is one that the community lashed out at us for. Lashed. Um a lot of bad comments. How many touchdowns when, did he score this past week? Two, All of them. I don't <laughs> know. He looked fantastic. I think he had two touchdowns. Well, it was two. And, you know, immediately after, after the NFL draft, we did immediate mock draft at the cabin. Mm-hmm. And we took him in the first round. We had Tajay Spears in the first round, and we got a lot of bad feedback. And it, we're like, okay, guys, it is what it is. Uh, we still like him. We still like his tape. And here we are. I, I, I think Tajay Spears is worth a first-round pick. I think he absolutely was. He was much better than Kendrick this Miller. Year, he's worth a first-round pick. He was, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, if you wanted to trade him for a first, I would. I have done that. He's looked so good. <laughs> he's 
He he has. He's looked really good in 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 his opportunities. Always made the most of them. He's he does things in the receiving game. He does things in the running game. And honestly, it, the the Mike Vrabel. I don't know if it was a firing or you know what it was exactly. It they like departed. A, they parted it was a It was a fire. Uh, yeah. Regardless of how it happened, that makes me feel good and bad in a way for the future of Tajay Spears. In one sense, I, I'm. You're always a little nervous when there's a new head coach. Sure. You never know who's going to be their guy, who's not going to be their Just guy. Third round draft capital. Sure. From a running back. Who knows? But on the flip side, that also makes it seem incredibly less likely that Derrick Henry comes back and signs oh, a one year deal. He said goodbye for this in the team. stadium. He did. He said he goodbye. It's you don't say goodbye. You don't. And come back. No. So I think it is he is going to be the guy that has the first crack of the first opportunity at the shop, unless they go out and draft no, Travion they, listen, Henderson or something stupid like that. Doing it, they have so so many holes. Many to fill. Hole. That offensive line is abysmal. That secondary <laughs> is abysmal. They have a lot of work to do there. I cannot believe they got rid of Mike Fairbrook. He I is. I hope he goes top to Columbus. 10. Me too. Oh my god! I literally called Jared right after I saw it. I was like, "Dude, next Ohio State coach, right?" Yes. No. He's not going to Columbus because he's the number one. He's going to be the number one wanted NFL head coach. Number one. Or Ben John. Him or Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson's the top, um, top four running backs in our nerd score last year. Bijan, Gibbs, Achan, Spears. Yeah. It's a pretty good group. Yeah. That's, I had, that's how I had them ranked. I had it. Yep. Bijan, Gibbs, pretty good this year. Achan, uh, Spears. And I was like, Spears is, I remember when I was done, you said you like Spears. I'm like, I love Spears too. Like he's, he's my fourth running back. He is a first round grade. Um, I had an Achan. I always say, like, I had HN closer to Gibbs than I had right. Gibbs to Bijan. Same. In hindsight, you would have it like, oh, they're all pretty damn good. I mean, HN's looked. He's looked unreal. I loved HN. I was probably. That just ripping off I was, chunks. You could argue there. I was the highest HN nah, supporter. No, in the whole dynasty community. You both loved him a lot. We did. You both loved him a lot. So I mean, Rich was the loudest about it. Though. I was pretty loud about it. <laughs> He's loudest about many things. So. Um. Yeah. So for me, Tajay here is really like Tajay. I'm excited about. I'm really excited about Zamir if he gets an opportunity. Yeah. But again, you know, I think he's shown enough. Zamir has shown enough that yeah. he could be there. Did guy. you see? And what's good enough is Pierce is probably coming back as head coach. That's yeah. a big. That's thing. what really helps dude. him a lot. Yeah, Zamir a lot. is so yoked. He is. He's, he's built like huge. A good guy. He's a big kid, dude. I didn't realize how much of a farm boy he is. They used to call him Zeus. Did you see Zeus. that uh, yeah. TikTok I sent you? The, oh yeah. Zamir White's press conference yeah. afterwards, dude. So humble and just, is he? yeah, just he's a good dude. He's yeah, a good always dude. was. We liked we talked about uh, we talked his personality. About uh, we kind of reminds me of Nick Chubb that way. Yeah, because like yeah, yeah. we we've talked about so much. We liked yep. him a lot on this show as well. We so did. the nerd herd probably has a lot of Zamir White shares. We thought he was dead in the water. I was losing faith. Thing. I was too. I was like, dang it, he's a jack. Yeah, he's a jack. He's yeah. never got an opportunity. Then, he would he would get two. You, you can't do anything. Two back like that, especially him. Yes, exactly. Josh yards, McDaniels. I mean, two carries. Give me a freaking Josh break, McDaniels. Man. Yeah, but <laughs> he he did the most with his opportunity. Sucks. He at the looked, very he end, he swooped good. in and saved his dynasty value. So because after two years, you you really start giving up. So he got it in those last couple weeks. He snuck it in. Yep. So and he catches passes. Um, pretty naturally as well. From what competent, I've seen, competent. You know yep. what I mean? Enough I wouldn't that, call him a weapon. No. But no, enough that you checks can, the box. I was gonna say, yeah, you can throw him the ball out of the backfield occasionally. Hey, oh crap, Zamir, you know what I mean? Like, right. and he'll catch it and and do something with it. But besides that, going to twenty twenty four, there's there's nothing here that really, yeah, you know, straightens my noodle. Yeah, and and it is something that you, you never know where some of these guys, you know, right after you said I was gonna say pop out, but. You know, <laughs> 
<laughs> you just kind of want to watch what you say yeah, sometimes because yeah. it just doesn't. Come on, Polo G, let's get it. Yeah. All right. Anyway, let's move on to the next one. Uh, big storyline a couple weeks ago. Obviously, we haven't been talking about it as much because they haven't made the playoffs and things like that. But the guy that was having a, a relatively good fantasy football season, relatively good actual season, gets benched in Russell Wilson. Ooh. What happens here? Because this one's weird. There's a lot of money on the table here. Is are his days in Denver done? If so, where does he go? How like how does this all work? Because honestly, I have no idea how this all plays out. Den- Denver right now is projected to be the fourth lowest in cap space. They're at negative nineteen million dollars. We all know that this really doesn't mean anything, but they're going to have to clear some space somewhere, right? Right. And Russ has got. A, a really weird contract, right? Right. They didn't play him at the end of the year because they didn't want to give him money that would basically, if he got injured, then he'd be guaranteed next year's salary, all sorts of crap. He counts $37 million against the cap next year. He's got like $85 million worth of dead money. I was going to say, how do they get rid of him? I, I have no idea why they didn't play him because they can't get rid of him. I mean, Sean Payton came out and said, yeah, yeah, like somebody asked him, is there a scenario where Russ is back next year? Yeah, because he's got $85 million worth of dead right. money. Yeah, there's a there's a scenario. They need to trade him, who, which who the hell is going to want this contract? It's going to be the second time Denver is going to have to give away a quarterback along with a draft pick to, guy, to get a guy off their right. books like they did with Brock Osweiler because that's the only way in my mind that, that it's going to happen. But then they say if they, it's ridiculous. If, well, they, if they, by not playing them and just cut them now, they just eat the 37, like it's just yeah, 37 million. Yeah, he'd be on the hook this, for 37 million. For this year, that's it though. And then 2024, the 2025, then they're out. They're good. They'd be hit, still hit with a dead cap hit, though. The dead cap hit of $85 million would accelerate next year. I mean, it, 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 yeah. Next year, they're screwed, though, but then they get out of it. After 2024, yeah, yeah. they get out of it. So I think yep. they're, I think what they're going to do here is Just reset, eat it, eat it $85 million. And be done for one. Or $87 million or whatever. Well, first of all, when you're, it's, your it, owner owns Walmart... $85 million sure. is like me spending $8.50. That's like, but that's like... That's cap jail. Like, how the hell? You have to get under the cap. You have to find that cap relief somewhere. You're going to have to cut a shitload of You'll other You'll have people. to cut everybody. Like, everyone's gone. Yeah, then it's gone. Your, your team is dead. It's rookies. Yeah. Well, I mean, your team still... If he stayed, there's no difference. If it's, he stayed... I still, mean, it's it's more or less $50 million that they're going to they're, they're gonna have to find on that roster without him if they cut him. Well, they already because want to it's 30, get they're gonna Because they're going to save the 37. They're going to get hit with the 85. And there's going to be around $50 million that they're going to have... 50 plus the 19. They're already, uh, they're already, you know, they're already passed. They're projected to be passed with him on the roster. They're going to be over the cap, $19 million. So that, dude, you're looking at like 70 million bucks you got to find. I think, the, I think the move is you just reset and you eat it for one year and you're just done with it. Kind of like Tom Brady. You just eat it and then move on. Dude, I guess. Jared Stidham's your quarterback and you move on. If, they, Josh if you, Dobbs, can, if you can afford him. If Jake you can Brown, afford Stidham. Jake Brown and something along those lines. <laughs> you're going to be getting rid of everybody, dude. That is going to be a wholesale then. I've been telling you guys forever, Russell Wilson's a turd. The thing so, is, he wasn't a turd this season. He was actually, he was a quarterback one oh, before. I was about him personally. He's just a turd. Right. Like nobody he, was a, he was a quarterback one before he got benched. Which makes it a weird move. Like, what's going on behind the scenes? That- what's weird is after the bye, after they just beat the Chiefs and come off a winning streak, they're like, hey, we need you to take a pay cut. That was, was weird. And it's confirmed. Like, Well, they wanted him to restructure the contract. To get rid of all this dead money so they could get so cover rid of him. Yeah, <laughs> he knows what's up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, man. It's a weird situation. It, it's a mess. It's, it was it bad is. when they re-signed him. They extended him when they didn't have to. Just the whole thing. The whole but thing is You weird. know what? 
a mess. It is Suck a mess. it, Denver. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, Denver. You ruined my childhood. You totally tore my heart out when I was seven and eight. But it's okay. No, I feel bad. For, I mean, listen, they won a couple of Super Bowls. They, they could did. stink for This is my time. I wear a brown shirt every day until we lose. All my Denver fans are now like, dude, I hope that shirt's not on there next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People get so mad when I say bad stuff about their football teams. Remember that guy got so mad about you when we talked about the Saints in their CAFL? With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Dude, by the way, they're projected to be $75.9 million over the cap. 75 point. It's getting worse year after year. They keep, course, they they keep, keep kicking this can down the road. And not only are they $76 million over the cap, their team's freaking old, dude. But they have Jameis Winston. And he's and they're tied the best. to Derek Carr now, yeah. by the way. Uh, yep. And they didn't make the playoffs. Oh, yep. In a crap division. And like Taysom Hill's guaranteed like $18 million. Dude, it's a mess. They're, gonna do. They're just going to restructure all those contracts and push those down the line too. That's what I said. Like, like I, I was, I made notes on guys like Alvin Kamara. Like they, they, they might get, they, he's got a chance to go car. They could, they could actually get rid of car. If they, they do him a post June 1st and save about 10 million bucks and they could get rid of Alvin Kamara and save about 10 million bucks. If he's a post, a post June 1st cut, but you get rid of two of your best offensive weapons, and you're still you're still fifty million dollars away from being under the cap. I don't know how the hell they do this. Yeah, Jared sent over. It's even they get rid of uh, the post post June first release for Russell Wilson. They pay him thirty. They pay him thirty nine million in twenty twenty four. Yeah, thirty five point four twenty four dead cap. Forty nine point six twenty five. Dead cap. So they would, two years of like they would have to do it post June first to kind of spread it because there's no way there's no way you could take a but still but still you screw yourself for two years yeah. then yeah, and, yeah. you'd have to find like the Baker Mayfield quarterback for like I think might not even I be think able they're to saying that. it's worse if they do it post June because they still have to pay him thirty seven they're just gonna bite the billet, bullet on the eighty five if they do it before and save that thirty seven good Lord. just be done with it for yep. one third bad year it's a weird situation <clears throat> dynasty wise Russ Wilson. I mean, I'd rather have. I'll tell you what, Arizona was playing. They're playing with the same fire. Was Russell even with, with that Kyler? contract as well with Kyler? It, that one's a weird one as well. If if for whatever reason they sour on him, they're going to be in the same hell that that Denver's in right now. Some of these contracts got real funky, man. I'd rather have uh, Kyler Murray than Russell Wilson. Why wouldn't yeah. they just try? And well, what happens if uh, Call of Duty comes out though, Rich? With Russell Wilson, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a new Call of Duty comes out because he doesn't play within the structure. I. I I said this a year ago on the podcast. The reason why Seattle got rid of him, I've said this 20 times on the podcast, is Russ Wilson went to the management and everything. Again, him. Remember when he first got Denver, he had his own office and stuff? He thinks he's above the team. He thinks he's better than he is. He thinks that him and Sierra are Jay-Z and Beyonce. And he kept going to the coaching staff saying, hey, I could be Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Let me do it. And they're like, no. Play within the confines of the offense. Play how you play. We can win Super Bowls. We did. And he's like, no, I can do more. The problem is he plays outside the offense he's supposed to play in. Sean Payton's not having it. You know what I mean? 
He does what he wants. He thinks he can do it. He thinks he's better than he is. If he plays within the system he's supposed to play in, he's a competent quarterback. He can get the job done. He's obviously won a Super Bowl, taking a team to a Super Bowl. Uh, he he's not an incompetent, like he's not an incapable quarterback. Incapable. Yeah. Incapable. Uncapable. He thinks he's better than he is and can play outside I mean, of structure. When you hear his he former cannot. teammates talk about him, it is it's weird. Yeah, they they don't they don't love him. Nobody likes him. I I he's my Rich least doesn't like him. He's we my know Rich doesn't least like him. favorite player not of genuine. all time. He's the capital D douche. He's a politician. Yeah, politicians are douches too. Sorry if you're a politician. You might not be the one, but most of you are. 60% of the time, it works every time. So what's the next thing? All right. What's the next thing? Because we, we don't know what's going to happen with Russ. No one knows what happened, what's going to happen to Russ. I'll tell you what. Because they got some big-time dollar decisions to There's make. There's still be a capital D. Yep. All right. Let's get one, maybe was, two more. We'll see, right. see how much more we can get. Uh, let's, go, let's go to this one here. Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams, we, we talked about him quite a bit in the last show. This should be a quick one. Is he a top five dynasty back i'm gonna give you my dynasty running backs how i have them ranked in order okay until i get to kyron williams okay is he top five <clears throat> i have it b john robinson okay Brees hall christian mccaffrey wait a minute you got Brees above christian mccaffrey yes age related. i do too age yeah. related obviously then christian mccaffrey yeah obviously it's age <laughs> of course obviously. jameer gibbs i'm gonna give christian mccaffrey the rest of this we have season. identical lists so the far. rest of this jonathan season. taylor wait who's above who's who was fourth all right, let me reset. Hey, Matt, no, just talking. Listen, all right? My, this, I'm doing my, my best running backs right in now. order. <laughs> B. John Robinson. Yeah. Brees Hall. Yep. Christian, Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey. I just didn't hear four. Jameer Gibbs. Okay, Gibbs. Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. Okay, I got those guys flip-flop. Devon Achan. Uh-huh. Kyron Williams. We have the identical top seven. Really? Identical. I'm, what? like, trying to figure out if I'm looking at the wrong list. We have the identical top seven. Wow. That's my top seven. Who'd you have at eight? Um, Saquon Barkley. I would have to look in my list. I just okay. got my seven. Yeah, I got Saqu- I got Saquon above Kyron. I, I have I, Saquon above Kyron. I don't. I have Saquon <laughs> a decent amount lower. Uh, I've I have ETN at eight. I have Brees at one. Uh, but all that to be said, I yeah, have ET- I have ETN at eight. I have Saquon at nine. Okay, that, that's uh, where we finally differ. Kenneth Walker at ten. Tajay Spears at eleven. Josh Jacobs at twelve. DeAndre Swift at thirteen. Whoa. James Cook at fourteen. Spears at eleven. We, we, we finally we finally differ. I sure do, buddy. Uh, yes, I sure do. It's bold. I have. I have Kenneth Walker at nine. So we have the identical top eight. That's wild. I should probably. So anyway, my, my Kyron, Kyron Williams is at, is at running back eight for me right okay. now. Okay. But he's creeping. You know what I mean? He right. keeps going up that list every time he's out there performing. He's got another shot here in the playoffs against Detroit to, to, to prove me wrong and go up even higher on this list. But I got Devon Achan right above him and then Saquon above him as well. Okay. But other than that, my my list looks the same as your guys. Very similar. Am I too low on Achan? <laughs> so... I, I put top five every because time a chan is on the field, he's, <clears throat> I, he's chunking off yards. Always. Yeah, every time he's up. I, I, I was saying to Jess, yeah. like it's Rodon. If Jonathan Taylor didn't look so good his last game, I'd have a chan ahead of him. <laughs> and you can make a strong argument. And honestly, this is probably the closest. I feel like I could almost put the top seven in a bag, mix them up and pull them out. And I would feel decent about it either way. Like Bijan has all the upside in the world, mm-hmm. but he just looked okay as a rookie. I don't think he looked as good as we hoped. Usage. Didn't look like Brees Hall. I yeah. think we're all going to get to see what all these guys on the Atlanta Brees Hall's catching. Yeah. Are. 10 balls Finally. a game. 
Brees all yeah, that's his PPR value. That, that's the question. Brees or Bijan? And we didn't talk about this at all. I mean, we didn't talk about any of the firings, right? I mean, no. we, we kind of glanced we, over. Are we, we going to? Oh, we might tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Are you guys going to talk about that on the nerd? Okay. Yeah, nerd show? Then I'll save that. Yeah, we might. Yeah. We'll see you there. Okay. Uh, but yeah. I, I, I love talking coaches. I might be there. Gibbs, Taylor, HN. Like, I, Kyron, I don't feel like Kyron is far below any of those guys. Yeah. So okay. it, it is a really interesting. So group here's right a now. question out of those seven, not your seven, because obviously <clears throat> flip Saquon and Kyron. So you, sure, you match ours right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Out of those seven, because you're right, it is pretty close. Which one do you feel that like the lead, like, like if you had it, the one that you got, you'd be like, uh, I wish I had somebody else. Saquon. Out. No, you take Saquon Saquon's out. Saquon's out, he said. So maybe that should be. Saquon, Maybe Taylor. That's who mine was. Age a little bit there. He, but he also is like, finally getting a little bit older. He was always the young guy for a while, and uh-huh. now he's getting a little bit on the older side. He's, 20, 20, he's, he's 25 feeling. years old in zero months. So he's, he's exactly 25. So he's yeah. But he's just the one that's been like the up and down guy. It's kind of like. According like, to our player. Card, banged yeah. up injuries, every injuries and the uh, contract stuff. Those to get better. He just got a contract, so it does kind of lock him up a little bit more. But like the, right. I'm, I'm the same with you. Like. Again, these are my top guys, so I want all yeah. of them. But like, if I had to get – that's the one I got out of the bag. I'd be like – even though I have them ranked ahead of HN and Kyron, I'm like, oh, I wish I got HN. Right. That so, means you need to change that. I do. <laughs> yeah, you might, I mean, have, to, you just, might have to put them at seven. That just means you need to change it. But all, all that to say, it, it is really interesting to see how much Kyron's jumped. And he's – I mean, he's 23 years old. He's still very, very young. Yeah. He's done a lot of good things, and who would have we would have thunk it? But uh another guy that's just a great fit for what Sean McVeigh wants guys to do. Next question. Next question. Uh, we'll have to pull it from the phone now because the uh the old iPad died on me. The old iPad. Uh Pussyfoot <clears throat> iPad. Let's let's get to let's Is let's do CD this. Lamb a, now a tier tight one? End, a, t- a, a tier one tight end. He's my dynasty wire receiver two overall. <laughs> I put him at, I bumped him this week ahead of Jamar you, Chase. I have him at two. It's consistency, two. dude. Jamar Chase still, again, any reason anybody wants to throw out at me and they want to give me all arguments, he still not finishes as a Read top three Read it and weave. Guy. Where's he at? Yeah, me too. Number bumped two. Him. Number there two for go. me too. All right, let's do this one last. So was easy. What players do we worry most about their teams moving on from? I gave a couple examples. We don't have to use those ones. I know, but uh, I'm not worried about any of those guys. You're not worried about any of those guys. I'm not worried about Chino's hanging on by life support. Okay, so that would mean I would be worried if I had him. Uh, no, because I think if you have him, you understand what you have. <clears throat> I'm not worried. Like, you wouldn't be worried. You know what I put down? Joe Flacco. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Watson, you mean then? No, I'm worried he's going to leave my life. And I'm gonna, <laughs> uh, here's No, I swear to God, my worry is that Joe Flacco takes us far Deshaun Watson's a quarterback next year and doesn't look as good as Joe Flacco. That's a legitimate. Concern. So that worry that, that you, legitimately worries me. I'm like, oh my gosh, like that, Rich. That's what's going to happen. What do you mean? Pipe Dan- down. Daniel Jones could be in this category. Ooh, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones could category. easily be another one. No, no else is on there. Joe Mixon kind of makes that list for me. Like him Joe leaving Mixon the Bengals. Like, makes me, like they're like, oh, just stay, what stay where you are, baby. What about Keenan Allen or Mike Williams? Either one both, of those guys. Both of those guys. The Chargers right now sitting around $35 million over the cap. Oh, new head coach. New, yeah. new head coach. Both those guys are old. Both of them, they can save money. Yeah, but uh, Keenan wins no matter where. Keenan's just, he I wins. I feel like Keenan will be back. Yeah, But no, even if he went somewhere else, though, like 
he's his route runner. Like he wins with route runner. They can you save I mean? about twenty million by cutting either one, like each. Maybe they restructure either one of those he's guys. Thir- How old is he? 31. Thirty. He's thirty. He'll be thirty-two next year, and and Mike Williams will be thirty. They still look good when he's on. The still crushing. Yep. So I, I would expect one of those guys, if not both those guys, <clears throat> I, they can't move on from both of them. They they wanted to. That's why they drafted Quentin but Johnson. They can't. But they and can't. there's a lot of rumors that they're going to take like Malik Neighbors at like. They should. They have like what pick six. Like they I think that would be good for Johnston. I think he needs to be a number two. Or yeah, and then you have to pay that fifth year option get that turd out of there. I was going to say, is that bathroom t- is that bathroom code number two? Because that's what I see him as. Man. Or rough. or they take Brock Bowers. Maybe that's they, what I would. I mean, could take a good tight end. They could use a tight end for but sure. But all, all of that, we don't we don't necessarily have to get into all the specifics. But that's one of these things in the off season that I like to start doing is what what guys have a real yeah. danger in plummeting in value. Yeah, yeah. What guys really could could just fall off the face of the earth because they the team drafts somebody, trades for somebody, whatever. So it's just a helpful exercise. Jared and I will be talking about some of this kind of stuff when we do our off season breakdowns uh, for uh, the. And some of this stuff, we're talking will, dynasty, yeah, and, th- and some of this stuff will be wrapped into the show about um, coaches. I mean, because absolutely, they're, you know, obviously, when coaches move, things <clears> change. <throat> you know, uh, Ben Johnson, Detroit Lions, I mean, he, he's probably going to get a head coaching job, right? I put that in my notes yeah. uh, for the that show. Is like, how worried are we right. about Sam Laporta, Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Jared Goff if Ben Johnson leaves? That's in my. Yeah. He stayed, in my notes he stayed last year. Because he knew he was going to get, if not better, like the same. He'll get, he'll get to choose whatever yep. team he wants. I also bumped Amara St. Brown in my rankings ahead of AJ Brown. I can't blame you there. <laughs> He's so consistent. I, I had him at wide receiver four. Yep, I did it. <clears throat> over Garrett Wilson, too. Oh, I moved to, yeah. I, mean, I, I don't AJ know if I'd be Wilson. proud of that, but all right. <laughs> I mean, I have AJ Brown right after Amon St. Brown, so it's still tier, like upper tier. But I, moved, I finally moved him up. We should do no, uh, those guys like, are those guys postseason are ranking show. I don't. We could do that. We're doing a startup. Oh, yeah. Uh, mock start. in a couple it'll, weeks. We'll tie in right so with that. I think next week's show, we're going to do uh, our dynasty, two shows. We're going to do dynasty buys and dynasty sells for quarterbacks and running backs. Yeah. And then we'll do wide receivers and tight ends the next the week. following week. And then we're going to do a mock Superflex mock draft startup with us four um, and kind of go through that. That's we the plan, stands. Maybe we'll do that before the show with. The nerd herd. So, yeah, we'll, join, we'll get some nerd herd in the score. We'll do a startup mock draft and kind of talk about our picks, why we picked them, yeah. um, and go from there. I like it. Cool. All right. That's it. Good to be back uh, in the new year. Love these shows. If you enjoy the show, this is a perfect time for you to leave a rating review on iTunes Please. or anywhere you leave the show. It really does help the show. Um, when you leave rating reviews, it helps uh, bump up the algorithm, uh, whatnot. They, they all like that. It helps. You know, a lot of people are looking for Dynasty content to help them navigate the landscape. As the game grows, the user base grows. Especially and now. A lot of people need help. You know, like a lot of you that have been listening for a while, you're savvy players, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but people that don't know how to navigate the rookie uh, market, don't know what the value is for trades and whatnot. So you leaving us a rating review. One, I love to read those. It's the one thing I always checked, and I love to hear the feedback on them. Even you haters out there, it's okay. All the haters. You know? um, 
but I love reading those reviews. So take the time, leave us a rating review on that platform. We really do appreciate it. It really does help us a lot. It's one simple thing you could do. Um, I mean, shout out to the, the guy that sent us a handwritten note or not a handwritten note. A, uh, yeah, t- sent us a card. Sent yeah. us a card, from, uh, a, a holiday card. Yeah, huh? from Charles Evans. Yeah. Uh, got a Christmas card. How about, how about how much he appreciates the show? Yeah. So shout out. To, I mean, that uh, was like an old school review, right? Which like, is pretty cool. Evans. Yeah, totally. So thanks to Charles Evans for uh, shouting that, uh, sending that out. And to all the Nerd Herd, uh, real excited for this 2024 and getting ahead of it right there and making this year even better than before. We're going to have some great rookie content. We're going to have tons of content getting up to that, talking Senior Bowl, talking to Combine, and then the summer shows. And then getting the 2024 season will be here before we know it. And there's only one thing to do, and that's go win some ships. See you next week. Adios.